Welcome to my BFF at Mom Your Business. We are serious about helping and celebrating Black female entrepreneurs. We're on a mission to move Black female founders from bootstrapping to bankability. For too long, Black female founders have gone unnoticed. We are 50% of all entrepreneurs, yet the least funded. Black female founders are everywhere where your store owners, your hairdressers, your fashionistas, your manufacturers, wives, mothers, and so much more. The Founders to Funders Cultivating Female Startups Accelerator provides Black female founders access to investors, experts, and mentors in one supportive community. So if you're serious about supporting Black women, listen to each episode, share their stories, buy their products, and be sure to follow them on social media. Visit us at our website, founders, the number two, funders.org. Donate, where we are rewriting the narrative of Black female founders. On today's episode, I am so excited to have Sherelle Mosey, who is the founder and inventor of Minky Blue Organizational Travel and Work Bags. With two engineering degrees in hand, she created the patented three-in-one stylish and functional bags for busy women on the go. After struggling with three bags while commuting to work on a crowded train into the city, she wanted one bag to organize and separate her shoes, or lunch from her laptop and purse essentials. She can't sew or draw, so she went to Target and bought a bag to cut and create the style she envisioned in her head. What differentiates Minky Blue from everything else on the market is a folding shelf in the middle of the bag that creates an upper and lower compartment to separate items in the bag. Minky Blue has been fe- featured in Forbes, Cosmopolitan, Katie Kirk Show, Today Show, QVC, and Macy's. Cheryl's an alum of the University of Maryland, Drexel University, as well as the Philadelphia Fashion Incubator and the Workshop at Macy's. Cheryl, welcome to my BFF. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, this is one of my favorite podcasts. So thank you so much for doing such a wonderful job. I appreciate you, girl. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to have you. You know, I tell people all the time, we, you and I have history because uh, we go back to the very first Black Girl Ventures pitch competition. Uh, and yeah. so, uh, you know, I tell, I tell, you know, that was the beginning for me. And, and, and the launch pad for you. So the first thing I want, want you to tell me is uh, who you are and why you do what you do. Well, I'm a brown black girl from Baltimore, Maryland. I moved to Philly um, years and years ago. I won't say long as it right after graduation um, from college. And I came here to work as an engineer. I worked um, as an engineer for Lockheed Martin, and then I went to grad school and attended grad school at um, at Drexel, and I was working, and then I was laid off. And um, at that time, I, you know, I wanted to, I always wanted to start my own business, so I decided that I was going to take something that. Um, 
that was personable to me. And so I started a nonprofit organization when I was laid off. And my nonprofit, I helped low-income single moms in college pay for childcare. And I did that for a number of years. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the short end of the story. I, I did not know that. What was the name of your nonprofit? It, it was called Family Care Solutions. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah, Something else we solutions. have in common. I worked in nonprofit most of my professional career. Wow. Yeah. I, um, I, yep. I, you know, I was laid off. I didn't know anything about starting a nonprofit organization. And, um, like I said, it came out of my personal stories. I, I grew up, my mom was a single mom with three kids struggling to take care of us. And so the nonprofit was to help women who wanted to go to college and further their education, but really couldn't afford childcare and college tuition. And at that time, they push so much, they push you more on welfare than getting an education. So I decided that I was going to raise some money and pay for the childcare so that anybody who wanted to go to school wouldn't have to worry about childcare because we know childcare costs. That's a mortgage right there. That's a for mortgage real. right there. Um, and so I did that for a number of years. I've raised over $3 million in child and, and awarded over 500 student parents pay for their child kids so they can graduate from school. And I'm talking about people, um, young women who came out of high school and I stuck with them for four or five years until they finished school. That's an amazing story, Cheryl. That is that is yeah. incredible. Congratulations. That's just wonderful. Yeah, um, thank God. That, yeah. See that, kind, that kind of impact. So what led to why you doing now you wanted to always start a business you were doing the nonprofit. what led you to do what you're doing now yeah so i started minky blue it's 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 um it's a trip because everything ha happens from my own personal experience so while i was working with the moms at the um at Family Care Solutions, I would see them come in struggling with their diaper bag and their book bag and their purse, you know, and, and they got the baby care and just so much stuff. I was like, man, I'm taking a train in the city. I got two or three bags. I'm looking around me. These other ladies, they got lunch bags and shoes in the plastic grocery bag, peeping out of the tote bag. And so really that's how I got the idea um, and when the market crashed in 2008, unfortunately, I lost a lot of my grant funding. Mm. Um, and so I had to close the doors to the nonprofit. And so I was trying to think about my next move, my, my next story and my chapter. And um, while going through those, my, those experiences with the moms and my own personal experience with the bag, I'm like, you know what? I, I came up with this idea for a bag. I said, I wonder if I could do this bag. And then I said, well, I don't have any experience in fashion design. I don't know anything about manufacturing. And I was like, nah, nah, I can't do this. And really I allowed fear to set in because I was like, I can't do that. I don't know anything about it. And um, one day I got really sick and I was in the bed all day and I was looking in the ceiling and I said, you know what? I don't want to wake up one day and mm -hmm. say, I wish I should have, could have. Yes. So I don't want to wake up one day and regret that I never even tried. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
even though I didn't know what I was doing or where, where to go, who to talk to, I at least wanted to try. And so I made the decision that day that I was going to try. And so that's how I kind of got, I got started on the Minky Blue journey. That's incredible. I mean, you know, we, we, we have our different, different things motivate us and push us, you know, to um, create something that is absolutely incredible. So tell me about your process. What I, you know, I read your bio with the target, you know, how, how did that, did that tell, please tell me that the engineering degree came in hand at some point. <laughs> yes, it did. Cause my father was like, what are you going to do? What? Cause I started off with the baby bag. Everybody, they laughed. It was like, you want to do what? You want to make some baby bags? I was like, yeah, I want to do a bag. <laughs> so I, I didn't know how to sew. To hardly drag. Really can't draw. So I was trying to figure out this this idea. How was I going to bring this idea to life? So I went to Target, and I bought a bag for twenty nine ninety nine. I let it sit for a while because I was like, man, I'm getting ready to cut up this thirty dollar bag. <laughs> So I, I cut the bag up and I, I had some glue and staples and tape and cardboard and I kind of went to work on the bag and manipulated the bag and, and, and bring it to life and how I wanted it to go. And so I was like, hey, this, I think this will work. I really think this will work. And um, so the engineering piece came in, that, that mind on because there's a folder there's a divider, actually a divider in the middle of the bag. So that divider has to hold the weight of whatever you put on the top of the bag and be constructed so that it doesn't dip or bend or flip or anything like that um, and allow you to uh, put things at the bottom of the bag and just be structured properly. Mm -hmm. And then the whole concept of having a divider in the middle of the bag had never been done before. Mm. How do I know? Because I got two patents on the bag mm -hmm. because of mm. that divider. So that little, that engineering degree did come <laughs> into play. Um, just trying to figure out that, that concept of putting that panel, that divider in the middle of the bag. Uh, so that, that's how that I got started with that and um, using my degree with the, the fashion. And now um, I just love it because it allows my mind to go anywhere I want it to go. I can just imagine and dream. And my mother, when I was younger, my mother would always say, if you can dream it, you can do it. If yes. you can dream it, you can do it. And I always held on to that. So I allow my mind just to, to ride free without any limits. And I just try to figure out and make things work. I really, really love problem solving. Nice, nice. That's such a great story. So Cheryl, when you, okay, you got this bag now, you moved away from the baby bag, you created the shelf. And what was that patent process like for you? I'm, I'm working with a mom now who's, going through that patent process and I think when I first met you you were just working on the the first patent you was getting into the heavy part of the process how challenging is that process and then how fulfilling is it when you know that you own that patent yeah it's um what I did is um 
I might be a little different. I'm really nerdy. So I enjoy studying things and trying to figure things out. And that kind of is negative. It could be negative and positive because sometimes I hold on to things longer than I should have. But I really study. I started researching patents and I started studying similar patents. Mm -hmm. And I actually went to the, um, the patent and trademark office and I sat down with an examiner and I researched that. So I took the time to really figure that out because I said, if I was gonna invest in the money in this patent, I wanted to, um, first of all, I know that it didn't already exist. There was no other patent out there. So I spent time on doing that. And that from the research, I learned how to write a provisional patent. Mm. So and you wrote your own provisional pack. I wrote my own provisional wow. by studying it, um, studying patents and figuring out how to write. So I wrote my provisional patent, which gives you 12 months to kind of test out your idea, share your idea, sell it on the market and write patent pending. Mm -hmm. Now, I was too nervous, too scared to write the, the patent application to full. So I went and hired somebody who really knew what they were doing. Once I decided to go the, um, you know, really apply for the patent itself. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So that was my process. Yeah, and so it took, it took a while. It took three years, three years to actually get the the patent. It took me three years. I applied um, in 13 and got my first patent in 16, mm -hmm. uh, 2016. And then I got a second patent in 2019. Okay. So it it took a while. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a, it's a whole thing. So we got this bag now, and I, of course I had of course I have a bag, but that goes without saying. So tell me about you know where you are now with the business being so creative and and you know how how was Mickey Blue doing? Where where are you in your in your process? In your yeah, journey? you know it's. Yeah, it certainly has been a ch uh, journey, a lot of challenges, a lot of mistakes, a lot of failures because you're learning as you go. So I used to be really down about that because I thought I, you know, a few years ago, I was like, man, I'm still grinding. I'm still in this. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's taking too long. I just can't do it. But now I understand that it's a part of the process. Yes. It's a part of the process. And I, I give myself permission and I understand that I need to be flexible with this process and not be so hard on myself mm -hmm. and celebrate everything that I've, I've accomplished so far. Um, so of course, last year was every, it was hurting for everybody, but most people I mean some people did really well depending on what kind of business that yeah, you were in right, right. but since I promote my bags as travel and work um, it was uh, really rough last year so now we're starting to pick up some new opportunities are coming my way um, and that I'm really grateful and thankful for this journey and um, I'm still not where I want to be, but I'm, I'm, I thank God for where I am now. And it's, it's been great. I love it. I enjoy the journey um, and long way to go. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, I, I know I saw you, I saw you on, um, I saw you on QBC, obviously. And, um, I know that quick that that um, what do they call big ticket? I know that big ticket. Uh, yeah, the big was, uh, was the a part of your was, yeah was a part of your process. And so, where's the bag? Where are you available? Is it are you strictly online still or? Where, I'm where strictly online. Okay. Um, I'm just uh, moving into some wholesale now. I'm actually onboarding for Lacy's.com. Okay. Um, we'll, yeah, we'll see where that goes. And I'm pursuing some other um, wholesale opportunities. Okay. But I'm also still growing my online presence. Um, and internationally, too. I have a lot of um, customers that purchase from Australia, hmm. of course, Canada. Um, shucks, I've had orders from Finland, and I somebody ordered from Iceland. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool." Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, so when people find out about the brand all over the world, it just it does something to me because you go from nothing, it's an idea, and now people see your brand and purchase your brand from around the world that that's pretty big for me yeah. you know and I don't take it lightly I don't take it for granted and um, I'm very blessed and I'm grateful that yeah. I have this opportunity you know that's wonderful yeah so tell me what does it mean what does being a black female founder mean to you It means, for me, it means that there's a responsibility to be able to give back, to help other people, to help other young entrepreneurs, or, you know, maybe not young at all, but somebody that just has an idea. I, I do feel that it's a responsibility. You look at our ancestors and our history and Everything that we've gone through, it's been on the shoulders of other people. And so the way that we are successful as a people is that when we lift each other up and when we grab each other up, um, when we mentor other people, when we show other people how things work so that you don't have to go through the same mistakes and the same challenges. Like, I want you to get there quicker than I'm getting you. That's right. I want to show you, right. you know, don't take this role because this is not good right here. That's right. So I'm going to share my failures with you. I'm going to share the challenges. Um, but I want you to, I want you to grow faster. I want you to get there quicker and elevate yourself higher. And we can only do that when we help each other. I love that. I mean, that is so true. I was talking with a friend of mine earlier today about one of my mentees and how proud I am of her because she's getting her products in stores and I've had nothing to do with it. She's been going to the stores, talking to the store owners, getting the stuff. And I'm like, yes, let's have yeah. ordering her labels, doing a thing. And that's a blessing. You know, that's a, yeah. that's a blessing. So you're right. You know, we have a responsibility. So Sharon, last question outside of capital, what do you need to continue to grow Mickey Blue? Oh, outside of capital, you can you just erase that part of it. Because <laughs> we know we need, listen, we already know we, we always, need money. We know that. We, we know we need, need money. money. We know it. That's yeah, a given. It, you know? um, yeah, yeah. It is sharing the brand, um, supporting the brand. 
um, and really supporting each other as Black women, um, as, as a people, just to help each other to grow and achieve the dreams. But um, to support the brand too, tell somebody about it, make a yes. purchase if you can. If you can't, share it on social media. That's, it. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell us where we can find you, where we can buy the bag. Um, give us all your social media. Yeah. So it's um, it's Minky Blue, M-I-N-K-E-E Blue. And that's across the board. Instagram, Minky Blue. Twitter, Minky Blue. Facebook, Minky Blue. Um, and then Cheryl at Minky Blue. Wonderful. And, um, yeah. And I will say that I do have a, um, a course where I actually teach people how to bring a product idea to market. And it's called startupwithcheryl.com. Yes, I didn't know that. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, I, I love it. That. Yeah, I just launched that this year. So startupwithcheryl.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We'll have to talk about that later. I may have yeah. to bring you, roll you into okay. founders to funders just to do just that session or something. So we'll have to definitely um, talk about that because I get people with product stuff all the time. And um, I think you and I talked about that briefly last time we talked when we were both getting into score. I think we kind of talked, you were telling me you were looking to to, to launch that. Mm -hmm. So congratulations on finally on launching that. That's exciting. That's yeah. Exciting. So, all right, Cheryl, thank you so much. Um, Girl, thank have, you for um, everything that you're doing too. Thank, thank you. you. I I'm really, I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, I'm looking forward to having you again as a part of the On Ramp uh, program at the Science Center. If you want to learn more about On Ramp and you want to hear more, if you're launching a product, you want to definitely be in the product session that Cheryl is doing on August the 5th at 4:30. You can go to Venture Cafe philadelphia.org um, to sign up for on ramp and attend that session so it's going to be great don't forget to follow us on all social media mom your business on all platforms uh, or the mentor mogul on instagram and twitter and thank you so much Cheryl, for being our guest on my bff thank you <laughs>